It's the Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And we are two, two girls and a bottle of wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. Amber is back. I'm here. And um, you pointed out that the last time that we I posted our podcast, I must have fallen asleep in the middle of editing and posted it. I'm so sorry. That's all right. It cuts off at a perfect time, right? When I'm talking about chickens not having heads. Yeah. And then that's just the end of the story. There you go. So it's perfect. <laughs> well, welcome back. Thanks for coming back, even though yeah, I'm hey. a shoddy editor. <laughs> I swear I wasn't drinking that day. Swear to God. I, yeah, <laughs> Life just got busy, and I've been a little tired. But I am not going to complain about being tired, because you are on your... You're getting ready to have your final? Yeah, uh, no, the fifth treatment. So I have two more. Oh, I thought we had down to one. No, I think I keep confusing people because I was so excited to be done with the fourth treatment because it meant that I only had two left. Then I think people oh. just, just started thinking, I think I was saying it funny. So I'm not the only one? No, this okay. happened a lot. So yeah. you have two more left. I have two more. Um, your next one is tomorrow? Is next week. Next week. Yep. It'll be next week on Wednesday. Okay. I knew it was on Wednesdays. Yep. And then you have one more after that. And then what? Then I have surgery. So I'll have a double mastectomy. Okay. Um, and that we are actually scheduling that tomorrow. So um, we'll be doing the surgery in June sometime, which is okay. about four to six week recovery time. Um, and then four weeks after that, after I have the surgery, I'll start radiation. So. What does that mean? Like, what are the, like you've been doing chemo, uh-huh. which is bad. Yeah. What is radiation in comparison to chemo? <clears throat> so radiation, it's not as bad. You don't feel really sick, but you do get really tired. Mm-hmm. So the fatigue is very similar, if not worse, than the chemo has been. Mm-hmm. And I actually go to radiation every day. So it's about 20 minutes, I think. I'll find out for okay. sure. But it's about 20 minutes, Monday through Friday. So I have the weekends off, but it's every day. Oh, And it's basically a laser that's... Um, attacking any type of cells that may be left over um, to try and reduce the possibility of cancer returning. Uh, But there are side effects such as your skin can burn. It can also become tan from the radiation. And uh, a lot of people have experiences with their throats being really sore. Okay. um, Just because depending on where it is, you can get sore throat. um, And then it's really hard to swallow. But Wow. Yeah. So can they tell how things are progressing now? Well, they do know that the lump is gone. So mm-hmm. my original lump has gone away and my lymph node is slowly reducing as well. So things are going really well. Um, and I think they'll be able to see a little bit more when I go in for the surgery. Okay. But um, they may or may not schedule a scan before the surgery. But uh, everything seems to be going really well right now and I'm responding really well. Uh, a lot of people don't tend to see that their lumps go down. So it's a really good thing that mine is. Yeah. I, you still have eyebrows. I do. I still have eyebrows. Most of my eyelashes are still there. That's awesome. I know. Because you thought you were going to yeah. be painting on some pink eye- eyebrows. I know. I did, but they stuck in there. 
Wow, those are some tough suckers. I know. They just didn't grow, like, you know, I don't haven't had to tweeze anything because nothing grew back from mm-hmm. what I tweezed. So, but that's cool, too. That is awesome. Yeah. Have you Have you done your brows at all? Because you know, like, the big Instagram brows are in right, right. now. And I can't, like, yeah. I can't embrace it. I know. And I can't do it either. So I haven't really done much. And you're embracing the bald. I am. You posted that on Instagram. Yeah. And I think Facebook. I think I did it on Facebook too. And yeah. this has been for a couple of weeks now. You've just yeah. been going bald. Yeah. It's been very interesting. So, what do you been, mean? Well, I think one, you definitely get more looks. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot more people looking mm-hmm. and a lot more people that can obviously tell or they just ask strange questions <laughs> where it'll be like, so that's a new haircut. I'm like, well, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> So there's that. Um, And it was really hard at first, but I'm actually finding I'm more confident not having hair than I was when I had hair or even when I had the beanies on. There's like this empowerment almost. Hmm. Well, when you had hair, you had to like worry, did it look okay? Right. When you had the beanies on, you were hiding from things. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, I'm here. This is Amber. Exactly. And um, outside of the hair loss, you don't look sick. No. So people are probably confused. Yeah. Well, and I will say that makeup does help because sometimes I take off the makeup and I'm like, ooh. A little washed out? Yeah, it's a little rough. Like my eyes are all like dark and like hollow and I'm like, oh, that's no good. Well, your makeup looks great. You (laughs) look beautiful as always. Um, th- I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I'm just so proud of you. You went to a softball game this last weekend. I did. I went to baseball on Sunday. Oh, um, I mean baseball. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> no, I feel like Nick would not be okay with me getting the two confused. <laughs> They're two very different balls. And that's true. I think, right? Yeah. 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 But I was happy that to make it to his football or football game. Yeah. Chemo brain. So I tend to just say things. <laughs> yeah. Baseball. Um, did they win? They tied. Okay, better than losing. Yeah. It was actually funny because we, so this was the first game of the season. Their last, their first game ended up getting canceled. And while I was sitting there, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, Ashley, and I recognized this person walking up. And I was like, who is that? I think I know him. Oh, this is my ex-boyfriend. <gasps> was he coming to say hi? Well, he actually plays on the other team. So, which ended up being fine. We're on very good terms. And he actually reached out. um, I'm friends with his sister on Facebook. Oh. So he knew that I had cancer. And he had reached out early on to kind of just say, hey, I'm here if you need anything. So it was very nice. But it was a little awkward at first to kind of see him. You're like, married woman. Yeah. Look what you missed. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, my husband plays on the other team. Yay. What are you doing here? Oh, just yeah. randomly looking at dudes. Right. Yeah, you know. So, but it was a good time. I'm glad that we I was able to make it. Good. So. And did they only play one game? They did. They only played one game. And how did you feel afterwards? Were you exhausted? I was tired. Yeah. But I've been finding myself a lot more tired this time than I was before. This round was a lot harder. It came on a little bit quicker. And um, there was definitely some challenging nights. I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. Um, at one point and so but it, it ended up I mean I recovered fairly quickly so I've just been really and you were tired. at work today like <clears throat> you're all dressed to work yeah. and wow yeah so it's been going all right well good like work good how is Nick doing he's doing good I think he probably thinks he's doing better than he is but 
Because I what think does that mean? Because he listens. He does. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be like, huh? I know. <laughs> I think it's a challenge for him. Not that he has expressed it at all. He has been amazing. Like I can't even express. He's an amazing. How amazing. He's a great man. Yeah, he like, is. You you found he a good one. He does everything for me. Anytime he's up, do you need water? Do you need anything? He cleans up my disgusting booger snot uh, tissues <laughs> for me. He makes sure that everything is done and if I need anything. Um, so, but he's working full time. Sometimes he has to work late nights and then he's coming home and making sure that I have dinner or he's preparing dinner for me. Um, so being a caretaker and working full time um, and just watching me go through it, I think this last round, the night that I had a really tough night, I think it was really hard for him to watch me and he had to sit on the, he had to sleep on the couch that night because I was so sick. I just, I couldn't have him in the bed. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it, it's been hard, um, and I think if I was him, I would have a hard time with it. But he's been amazing. He's been doing a great job. You guys are both superheroes. So, yeah. Oh, we try. <laughs> love. We love love. <laughs> <laughs> what else has been going on? Oh, I don't know. You know, not much. Um, I did pick up my wedding dress on Saturday. How was that? It was one. It's interesting to walk into a wedding shop when you're bald. <laughs> and ask for your wedding dress. Oh, so, but did the girl? Did the people know? Those you? people knew, but the people that were sitting there, either waiting for their appointment to begin, or they had just ended appointment, there was a lot of staring. And I had a friend of mine, Tad, with me, and I think that was kind of his first experience of really going in public with me because oh, Nick is used to it yeah. with people staring, but Tad had never really experienced it as much or noticed it, so. It was really interesting. Um, But the people there, they were great. And the woman who sold me my dress, she gave me a hug and let me know that she was thinking of me. And But it was hard um, thinking about the fact that, like, this week was supposed to be the week that I'm preparing to have a wedding. Um, And now everything is just so different. So it's been hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And picking up the dress is hard because I don't know when I'll wear it. I mean, I know that I'll wear it. You will. It's just the, another reminder of how different things are right now. Mm-hmm. So, but it's all good. You can plan things. You can plan yeah. things in life. And life likes to throw curveballs. Yes, it does. And it makes us stronger. Yes. And it all falls into place. I know it's so cliche, but it, it just, everything falls where it should. Yeah. And definitely, you just have to be strong and yeah. know that. Carry on. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have some odd news stories to share with you. I, I think you'll like them. I'm excited. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Janet. And if you like this podcast, you got to check out Wrinkled Sheets. It's a podcast where I sit down with my boyfriend, Steve, and we talk about anything. Call it therapy, call it crazy, but you got to check it out. It's wrinkledsheets.podbean.com. We're back with two girls and a bottle of wine, and I have been obsessing over odd news stories. You could just Google odd news stories, and there's several different sources that put out some some of those odd news stories that you're not going to see on CNN or Fox right. or um, probably your local news <laughs> station when you go to turn on the five o'clock news. Um, and so I just I wanted to share some. With All right, okay. I'm excited. Um, this first one comes from The Mirror, which is, um, I think, out of England, the okay. Mirror website. And there was a man who was killed due to a gas blast. And it was in York. Um, and apparently it was because there was an ant nest 
that contributed to the gas blast, um, and it burnt his house down. Oh, my God. I know. A coroner was told that the blast was caused by a corroded copper pipe dating back to the 1970s. I was, oh, that's so old. That's really not that old. <laughs> no. Which had been seeping gas into the home. Um, and then we were told that the gas leak was due to stress corrosion cracking. And it w- there was water logging and there was an ant's nest. And it was just like perfect storm. Huh. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I know. Like, how do you prevent that? Right. There's nothing you can do. 1970s is not that old. My dad's house was built in the 70s. Yeah. It's not that old at all. No. And... Ants happen. Right? All the time. Mm-hmm. Very so strange. heavy flooding, um, waterlogged, the ants. I don't even understand how that would happen. Yeah, that's a lot of factors. Ah, I found the information. Oh. So ants produce formic acid, which attacks copper. Oh. Yeah, so that's how the gas issue happened. But still, I don't know. Like you said, how do you, how do you prevent that? I, I don't know. You call the bug man? Hey, will you come check my house for bugs? Make sure right? to pay attention to the pipes. That's scary. I, don't know. I know. Let's Let me look around. Mm-hmm. They don't use copper in houses mm-hmm. as much anymore, right? I don't think so. Because it's too expensive? Yeah. That right? sounds right. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I'll agree. So that's pretty creepy. Um, I'm not a big ant fan. No. But they don't like... I don't, like, have a crazy reaction to ants. No. Are there any insects that you just cannot stand? Spiders. Like, if there was, like, a little tiny spider crawling, you would be jumping Mm -hmm. and running? Yep. Oh. Yeah, no doubt. See, I was in my work bathroom today using the bathroom, and I noticed there was a a, a small little brown spider crawling across the floor, and I, I actually thought... There are some people that this would not be okay. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but not in any light. It was across the room from me. It couldn't do anything to me. Yeah. But if it was a snake, oh my god, uh, I would die. Centipedes or millipedes too? Oh, really? I I stepped on one in my office Ooh. the other day. <laughs> I'm like, well, that shouldn't be here. <laughs> oh my gosh, no! Scream, run. Really? Yep. Why? I think it's, I don't know. I think they there's so many legs and they move so fast. But snakes are way faster. Gross. Yeah. I guess, but no. I feel like the snake versus spider debate, it has been around forever. Yeah, this is true. There's a lot of like people that are okay with snakes, but can't handle spiders and vice versa. Yeah. I don't like the big spiders, like the big no. garden spiders yeah, that no. are like multicolored and like um, the brown recluse spiders oh, yeah. back in Missouri. I don't, do they have them here? I want to say we do, but I don't really you know. You don't hear about them as often. Yeah. Like I had girlfriends in college that um, there was like a brown recluse nesting in their Ugh. mattress and they got bit and their oh, leg geez. like rotted and I'm like, mm. Ooh, awesome. But I still, I'm not super scared. I don't want to see a big spider. Yeah, I think it, spiders more bother me because it's like they can just like travel and you have no idea they're there. And like right. you're sleeping and there's always that thing where it's like we swallow three spiders a year. Like, ew. Right. And I sleep naked. <laughs> so I have a huge fear of this spider crawling on my naked body. You could have spider babies. I know. See, I was just <laughs> talking about that the other day. Why? 
I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember how it came up. That just doesn't come up in conversation. But Spider I was, babies. I don't know. I don't remember how it came up, but it did. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So watch out. Ants right. could burn down your house. Yeah. Um, Amazon has a sense of humor. Okay. Um, they shared a quote-unquote rude picture to promote hot deals the other day. Um, so they shared a picture under their new deals every day, and the picture featured a simple, long, phallic blue-shaped um, object against a white circular backdrop. Above the tip was the Amazon branding, and below was a 4.5 out of 5 star rating. Huh. Yeah. And when you look at it, what do you see? It could be. It could be a dildo. Yeah. I was like, well, what else could that be? And so people went crazy, started tweeting, whoa, what are you selling me? Right. <laughs> y'all seeing vibrators? Are y'all selling vibrators now? Are, are you telling me I need a new dildo? <laughs> um, so this continued for some time, and Amazon finally informed the public that the image shared wasn't anything rude, but simply an ironing board. Now look uh, at it, Amber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. It's like the blue. Remember the blue or gold dress, the black or yep. gold dress, whatever? Yep. Um. It, yeah. I was like, well, that's odd. Well, it's in the UK. Maybe they have a different Amazon. Right? I don't think they do. But that, huh. yeah, they. it's because you can't see the legs of the. Right. I thought I, you would get a kick out of that because you have a, a dirty sense of humor. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> you're not laughing. I think that's just because I'm tired. Okay. All right. Well, we'll carry on with some, some new <laughs> news that's interesting to me anyway. Um, you heard about the whole United Airlines. Oh, yes. Problem. I was wondering if we were going to talk about this. What is your take on this? I don't e- I seriously don't even know. Like, A, what, what, are, we do- what are we doing? <laughs> what does this world come to that that's your choice? To remove somebody from a plane. And how do you not think about how in this day and age, that's not going to come back to bite you. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it has given us many memes to laugh at throughout the day. Truth. It has been hilarious and yet sad all at the same time. And that poor man who was a doctor who was trying to get home to see patients and he's forcibly removed and he's bleeding. I mean, it's. He got two sets of lawyers today. Good. Two sets. He's going after them. I didn't even know that was possible. I know. I'm like, you you pay good money. Like, right. airfare's not cheap. You pay good money. Yeah. And you get on a plane. And for them to be like, well, you're going to have to leave because we have employees that need to fly here. Yeah. No. And we randomly chose you, so you just have to go. Right. And when is it okay to rip somebody out of their seat the way that they did? Not ever. I was driving Steve to the airport this morning, and he was flying United. And Ugh. so we were definitely talking about it. And I'm, my brain can't even understand how that is legal. Yeah. But I guess in the small print, you can be bumped from any flight at any time. Well, right, but it doesn't. does it actually say we are going to physically rip no, you and drag no, you off was, the plane? That was bad. <laughs> that was very bad by the people involved. Yeah. And why? What would motivate them to do that? Right. I don't understand. What comes into your right mind? Mm-hmm. No, no, as a human being, but also as an employee, doesn't anybody stop and think, maybe this That's is wrong? That's not okay. You should not lay your hand on a customer. Right. When has it ever been okay to lay your hand on a customer? I know. When is it okay to ever lay your hand on anybody for any reason, really, unless they're like trying to physically assault you? Right. 
You can hug people, but you, you have to ask yeah. permission if they're strangers. This is true. Or coworkers. Yeah. Because HR gets involved. Yes. Um, okay, so odd story. But there's been some great um, tweets coming out of this. You said memes. I yes. haven't seen any memes. Oh, my gosh. But um, there's been a lot of spoof United Airlines slogans today. Yes. Um, it's been under the hashtag new United Airlines mottos. So these are oh, just okay. some of the few. You sh- could go to Twitter and find the rest. You're on Twitter. Yes. I am. What mm-hmm. is your Twitter handle? Ooh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This first one. Normal flights have cabin crews. We have bouncers. Hashtag United Airlines mottos. Nice. Um, United Airlines, we will reaccommodate you. I have seen that one a lot in the memes. Mm, not an original one, people. <sighs> Bored as a doctor, leave as a patient. Oh, oh. That one's sad. Um, let's see. We overbooked, but you pay the price. Yeah. Volunteer or we'll make you volunteer. <laughs> we have red eye and black eye flights available. Perfect. Like that one. We have an offer you can't refuse. No, really. You can't <laughs> refuse it. Do you want a window seat or a concussion? Nice. If we can't beat our competitors, we beat our customers. Right. I did see something with Southwest Airlines where it was like, we beat our competitors and not our um. Oh, that's funny. People. Really? From Southwest? So I can't get, I cannot oh. confirm that it is actually Southwest. Because I feel like they can't. Right. They got to take the high road. They probably so, want to. Yeah. I bet they all walked in work today going, oh, yeah. <laughs> United's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, we put the hospital in hospitality. <laughs> if we can't seat you, we'll beat you. Ooh, that's a good one. You carry on, we carry off. Perfect. If we overbook, you'll catch a right hook. <laughs> oh, that rhymes. That took me a second. <laughs> um, let's see. You can take the $800 for another flight or risk it all for our big surprise. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah. And then the captain has turned on the no passenger side. Perfect. United, you know, is a pretty reputable name when it comes to flights. Like you think, yeah. I, I, when I think of bad airlines, I think Spirit, Frontier. Mm, yes. When I think of good airlines, I think of United, Delta, Southwest. Yeah. But I know. dang. Not no more. Yeah. I, uh, it's going to be bad. You think it's going to have some massive fallout? I think so. You don't think it's just going to... Did something else happen with United recently? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I just remember, a lot, I know a lot goes on with Frontier, so I think it all shadows oh, like everything. Them. Yeah, I hate I them. will never. Yeah. And Steve makes me so mad when he tells me he books with Frontier. Yeah. And so I told him not to tell me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time he did, and then he they ended up charging him for i don't know breathing or something yeah and then he came home complaining and i was like no no yeah. no, no you don't get to complain the one time they screwed me over i was like yep i was done once shame on you that's done yeah i know it makes me i literally like i'm just physically irritated when people are like oh my god i booked such a great flight on frontier really did you because they're horrible with mm-hmm. their customer service. And by the time you get done paying for your breathing air mm-hmm. and your seat and whatever else they book it to, you're basically paying the same price as a Southwest Airlines flight. 
Right. And also they charge you for your carry-ons, but they also charge you to check your bag. So I'm not really sure where the win-win is here Mm-mm. because they're, the flight in, is never worth it. I don't care. I was in a crowded airport in Texas um, and I was, I was working on my laptop um, and I was not super close to my gate, but I was close enough where I was watching the board and um, waiting for the announcement. The announcement didn't come and I was, my computer had stayed on mountain time, so I kind of lost track of time. Mm-hmm. And I looked up and I was like, huh, what happened to the announcement? Like they never announced Denver. Um, and I walk up and they're like, oh, your flight's just leaving. And I was like, I was right there and you, I couldn't hear you. She's like, well, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, we don't have another flight going out until tomorrow. And I was like, excuse me. Oh, yeah. And I'm standing there. And two other people came up. Same thing. Oh. And then we see them get on the announcer. And it's broken. It's oh not gosh. even, like, announcing yeah. anything. They're like, well, um, I think Spirit has a flight. Oh, yeah, that's better. I'm like, I'd rather so I go to Spirit. And no. I ended up having to buy a brand new ticket. Fly mm-hmm. out on United. Mm, and I yeah. was just like, never again. It's just not worth they it. They were so rude to me. Yeah, they are horrible and customer service. their fault. And yeah. I was not the only one. And they used to be so good. When they were in Denver. Yeah. Before they relocated, where'd they go? Wisconsin? Uh, I think <laughs> it was, is it Wisconsin or is it Minneapolis? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. but it's not okay. It's up there. It's up north. Yeah, it's the Midwest nice. That's what that is. Where you're like, oh, you're kind of nice, but not really. Okay, so I went to Minnesota for the first time. Yes. That is a real thing. It is People a real are thing. Rude. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Driving, mm-hmm. um, walking. Mm-hmm. I went to Mall of America, and oh, yeah. my my girlfriend who's lived there for years, like, yeah, it's that Minnesota niceness. Yeah, Minnesota nice is a real thing. It's not nice. It's not nice. <laughs> it's contradictory. And I I kept I, I kept looking for memes to share on Facebook, and I, I didn't want to be, be an, somewhere. I didn't want to be a negative Nelly. <laughs> Yeah, so it was awesome to go see my girlfriend, to experience Minnesota for the first time and last, but not going back. She's moving back here, so woo, yay. Yeah. She's coming back to the Colorado real nice people. Right? Real. Real. This is true. I don't get it. You're from Wisconsin. Yeah, that's not the same. It Okay. We don't have that. We're actually nice, but we know about it. Hmm. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) You're not positive. I mean, I'm probably Minnesota nice. <laughs> but La Crosse is close enough to the Minnesota border. That you could have a little bit of Minnesota I could, nice yeah. Ah. Or I just have hung out with enough people from Minnesota where I've just, like, developed it. <laughs> and it, it's cold up there, so I'm, I keep it, it down here. Keep yeah. it down here. Exactly. Um, let's see. I had another story that I wanted to share with you that involved Twitter. Mm. And chicken. Oh. Let's see. And this is from the Huffington Post. Um, that chicken nugget tweet is on course to become the most tweeted of all time. Have you heard of this? I don't think so. So there's a, a teen. Um, uh, oh, wait. I think I do know about this. So he posted online last Wednesday night. Wendy, Wendy's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's 16 years old and he shared, um, a tweet that said, yo, at Wendy's, how many tweets for a year of free chicken nuggets? And Wendy's replied 18 million. 
He is now at 2.4 million. Um, his username, username, is that even, Twitter name, is Carter JWM. I went out, I retweeted it for him. <laughs> so if you're on Twitter, find him, Carter JWM. If he gets to 18 million, you think Wendy's That's will pay hilarious. up? I think you think you have to because it's out there in social media and people will come down on you if you do not do this. He's already at 2.4. I, if I were Wendy's, I'd be like, whoa, right here you go. Six months, you know, yeah. at least six months of free nugs. At least. That's fair. <laughs> oh, the things people gosh. do these days. Like, I've seen people put tattoos on their bodies of, like, Taco Bell, like, logos and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, can I get free Taco Bell? And I'm like, that is not worth it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. No. Why? Why? I get you love Taco Bell, but no. I mean, I love Rudy's driving back home, but I don't have a tattoo on my body of it. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I read an article the other day that tattoos can actually um, make it so you are easily susceptible to heat stroke because your skin doesn't breathe as much. So Uh, these these people that are covered in tattoos need to stay out of the sun. Well, and they should stay out of the sun anyways to preserve their tattoos. Right. So, you know. Yes. But interesting. I wouldn't have thought of that. Do you have any new tattoos on the horizon? So there will be a new tattoo after all of the cancer is said and done. (laughs) After the cancer is kicked in the ass. Yes. um, I am, hopefully, because I've always wanted a rib tattoo. Ow. Yeah. And I wasn't sure I could handle it. It's Um, painful. Yeah, I know. So I'm not really sure how this is going to go down, but this is what I'm going to do. So um, I, because I'll have scars from the mastectomy. Mm -hmm. So I think what I'm going to do is we're going to put a little nail as if like a nail in a wall hanging um, into one of the scars, into the edge of it. Okay. And then I'm going to hang a um, pink boxing gloves from it. Okay. So on the left side, which was where the lump is, even though I'll be missing both for a short time. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I think that's kind of my plan for that. Have you talked yeah. to your tattoo artist? I haven't yet. I do need to message her because originally we were planning on doing nipple tattoos because I originally thought I was going to lose my nipples, but we may be able to save them. I will find out tomorrow. Um, apparently, what? Yeah. So with like, mastectomies, normally they take your nipples. Why? So, Couldn't they just... I don't really understand why, but I think it's just because they're taking, especially like with mine, mine is ductal carcinoma. So it starts in the breast duct. So I don't know if it has something to do with the nipples, but the majority of women that have mastectomies, they don't have their nipples. It's only been in the last two years that they really have started to find a way to save the nipples. And it's not necessarily available for everybody. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm a candidate to have my nipples is saved or not. Is it based on your nipples? Like what, I don't if you know. have good nipples? I'm not sure. I think it might can be based on the type of nipples? cancer. Can they, like... They can, but here's the thing. So there's this girl that I follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she has a blog. It's called, like, Betches Guide to Cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, she's very open. She posts photos and stuff like that um, to try and help women understand what they're going to be going through. And she did have her nipples reconstructed. But the thing is, is that it truly is the nipple. So it's not the areola. It's the nipple. So she has hard nipples all the time. And I'm not down with that. So if <laughs> if they can't save my nipples and they can't be normal, if I'm going to have hard nipples all the time, they're going to go. And I'm just going to tattoo them because that's not cool. I don't want to be nipping out all the time. It's not really my thing. I mean, if I was a stripper full time, sure. 
You would just have to wear a bra all the time, a very thick one. Right, but I already wear a thick bra to pretend that I have boobs. <laughs> so now, I mean, the boob job really is like... Are you going to get an upgrade? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, I, is it okay that I asked you? It's not oh, tacky yeah. that I asked you. No. Okay, can we talk about size, where you're at now and what you're thinking yeah. about going to? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you sure? Sure. Nick, I hope you're okay with this. Nah, he doesn't care. We're, we're at 20 minutes. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're talking boobs. All right. You've heard the saying, those girls with curly hair want straight hair. Those girls with straight hair want curly hair. Those brunettes want to be blonde. The blondes want to be brunette. I definitely fall into that category. I'm a brunette that wants to be blonde. I have curly hair and I want it to be straight. I have found the key to that straight hair that I love. It's Foxy Bay. Foxy Bay has made a rose gold straightening brush. No more clamping down on my hair with a flat iron. This tool is amazing. It's eight times faster and easier than a standard flat iron or hair straight and it heats hair evenly from the inside out, reduces frizz, and delivers a healthier, smoother finish. If you want to get your own Foxy Bay, go to foxybay.com. That's F-O-X-Y-B-A-E.com. Your hair will thank you. With Amber Rodriguez. Yeah. Two girls in a bottle of wine. And um, we were talking, you're battling cancer. You've been doing that for now four months? Um, it'll be, th- it's like three Three. Okay. I think. Well, three or four. Okay. Depending on how you look at it, I guess. Um, and you're getting ready to be done with your chemo. Yes. And then you have a mastectomy. Mm-hmm. And then when do you get to go rebuild? So I have to wait until three weeks, af- at least three weeks after radiation. Okay. But during the time of the mastectomy, they will place expanders into my breast tissue or skin so that way they can prepare my skin for the implants. And you're like me. We are in, not blessed in the no. breasts area. No, people think I am, but it's because it's all fake. Like I buy those Lots Victoria's of, Secret yeah. push-up padded the bras, black heart, which used to be right. a division of I when they had these massive push-up bras. So I can get like a, a 34A that looks like I got C cups. Yeah, I love them. Right? I, it doesn't work as well in the summertime with like tank tops. But yeah. like sweaters and stuff. Right? It's amazing. So where are you at before mastectomy so rebuild? I'm like between an A and a B. Mm-hmm. So um, it's fairly small. Yeah. And I think it's probably like a 34 or something like that. 32 mm-hmm. or 34. I can't remember. Um, it's been a while since I bought a bra. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's like A or B. And I don't have fun bra shopping. No, I hate it. And I, I think it's because we're not blessed. Yeah, and you don't get to I have know, the fun ones. I hear girls talk about, oh, the fun bra. And I'm right? like, no. No, and like, you don't get to wear the pretty like lace bras. Oh, no. Because if you wear them, no one will know because A, it doesn't look like you have boobs. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing in there. And then you don't want to show anybody because it just looks like a boy in a bra. Right. Like, I seriously, after the mastectomy, I'm like, I'm not really sure how different it'll look. <laughs> I get they're taking out tissue, but really, it's probably the same. <laughs> Maybe just a little flatter. So what are your goals? What have you talked? You're going to talk so, about to tomorrow, right? Yes. Well, so actually, my reconstructive surgery conversation will take place on Friday. Okay. So the mastectomy, we'll probably talk a little bit about it tomorrow just because they can prepare for the expanders. Um, but on Friday is probably when I get to play with the implants which is the exciting time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're planning on going at least to a C. I would like a yeah. full C. And I don't really I'm know what so that excited. means. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. But because the thing is, is that when you get implants, they talk CCs. So they talk about how much they're filling up the implant. Right. So the woman that I um, follow on Instagram, she did a lot. She has like 750 CCs and they were a little too big for me. So they looked, they were just very, I don't know. Uh, they looked really fake. Okay. And they were really round and big. And I was like, ah, that might be too much. How but, was her frame though? So her frame, she's very well, she's skinny. So she's skinny and she's shaped really well. Okay. Um, so, and I think they were actually very similar to what she had before. So she was very well endowed oh. in that area before. So she was not like us. Hmm. So I'm not really sure, but. So I've, there've been thoughts in my head about doing an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're kind of being forced to, but. Yeah, there is a silver lining. There is. That's like the <laughs> gift. That's like your prize. Right. I get to go through all of this because that's why, because a lot of people have asked me, are you going to upgrade? Yeah, because I went through all of this. <laughs> so I'm not going to not upgrade right. after this. This is my gift. Right. That cancer has given me. So yeah, I'll uh, be upgrading. That is so awesome. Now, I, I have always been a little skittish because growing up, I'm 35 years old. Haven't had boobs. I sleep on my stomach. Yes. I ha- I have all these things that I, I'm used to doing. I can run. Mm-hmm. I don't need a sport. I don't own a sports bra. Right. I don't need it. Yeah. Um, if I were to upgrade, I think my life would have to change dramatically. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking about, too. Because <laughs> I also sleep on my stomach. Mm-hmm. And even now, like, because I have that port place. Right. So even now, I still try to manage to sleep on my stomach because it's so comfortable. But I will, as you mentioned, I will be forced to sleep sitting up and eventually on my back for basically the rest of time. Um, just because once I get implants, I don't know that I'd be able to sleep on my stomach. No, I don't think it's good for them. Yeah. So I think I'll and always have to sleep on my back. Yeah. My back or my side. You'll have to keep us updated. I know. But, and I'm planning on changing some of my workout routines. So I don't really run. I plan on doing yoga <laughs> a lot. So that's my new workout plan for when all this is done. So maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But I do, I am concerned. I'm like, what if I knock Nick out during sex or something? <laughs> because the boobs understand. are so big and I don't understand what I'm doing. And things are different. I'm okay with it. <laughs> He's just black eye. How'd you get that? My wife and her boobs. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> or like, what if I hit myself in the face? I don't know. Can that happen? Uh I, I bet I, I, that would be challenging, right? Yeah. Hit yourself. Mm. I, I, don't I don't know. We could always ask Carrie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. She's the boob queen. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Huh. You, maybe yeah. you should journal. I know. <laughs> Go from Caring Bridge to a Tumblr account. <laughs> I know. Well, and I've thought about having a blog of some sort. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll blog about that. Well, you haven't been keeping up with the Caring Bridge as much as... I know. Well, see, and that's the thing. And you acknowledged it. Yes. But it's a challenge because there's a lot that I want to write down, but I don't always know that CaringBridge is the right venue for it. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I think that there's a lot of people that go to my CaringBridge that maybe are not okay with things that I might say or conversations. And there are some things that are sadder or are harder that I want to put out there. And it's something that maybe it would be more useful for people that are going through cancer or that are okay with the type of sense of humor that I have. Right. Because my sense of humor um, is different. (laughs) And when it comes to having cancer, there are some things that I joke about that not everybody gets. 
Right. So, you know, I'm hmm. just trying to figure out when's the right Are you time. writing in a journal or anything? So I am you- writing in a journal, and I do have some things on the computer that I'm typing up. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe a blog is in my future. Because I feel like that's more where you can put down some personal stuff and yeah. some personal stories where I feel like the Caring Bridge really is kind of an update. Here's True. kind of what's happening in my life right now. Here's where I am in progress. So I feel like that's more what that's for as opposed to really journaling about anything. Okay. That makes sense. And then if you title it something, like you said, Betch's Guide yeah. to Kicking Cancer in the Ass, then people know from right. the title, this is not going to be right. something that... Yeah. Everyone can handle. Well, the challenge is, too, is I want this to be something that works right now and speaks to breast cancer and kind of the things that I'm going through and for other people who might go through it. Mm-hmm. But also, I want to talk about life after cancer and when things are different and how my life has changed and in, in the outlook just because everything is so different mm-hmm. and you see things so differently. Um, and you want to experience things different than you did before, I think. So... That makes sense. You probably took a lot of things for granted before. Definitely. And I feel like it it could be probably a good wake-up call for you. Oh, definitely. I think it's been an amazing wake-up call just so far. And I think afterwards, when everything is said and done and the port is finally out, which is the final piece, and I'm done, I think what I'll gain at that point in time too will be completely different than what I've been gaining this entire time. Mm -hmm. It'll be a different perspective. It's a journey. Absolutely. With many, many steps. And does the port come out after chemo? So my port will not come out until January. So because of my particular type of cancer, I am triple positive, which means I'm estrogen, progesterone, and HER2 positive. And so for HER2, I actually need to receive a drug every three weeks for up to a year. So I've been receiving that drug this entire time. Um, But even after the chemo and after the the surgeries and the radiations, um, I'll still be getting a drug every three weeks through my port up until January. And what is this, what are the side effects of that drug? So they're very minimal. Um, they, I probably won't notice them at all. Okay. Um, so because they haven't told me what the side effects are because one, it's roped into everything right now. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, they're like, you won't even notice it. And it's only 30 minutes every three weeks. Um, then I'll have to do it. But wow. Yeah. You're amazing, Amber. You're amazing. Yeah. I'm excited for your upgrade. I know. You got to do like some like before and then. Oh, after yeah. the mastectomy and then before the upgrade. Right. And after the upgrade. I know. That's you can put it on your fun you. blog or you could just text them to me. Yeah, there that you go. That sounds weird. It's all right. Okay. I didn't mean it bad. No, it's okay. fine. All right. I didn't think of it as bad. Uh, so I've, I've noticed that I've been really lazy lately to the <laughs> point where I'm not like even wanting to go grocery shopping. But you're so busy at the same time. Like, I feel like you get so busy. I feel like being lazy occasionally is... Maybe. I don't know. But, like, I have started taking full advantage of this Walmart delivery to your house grocery thing. Yes. Um, And, like, Amazon. Amazon's Everything. (laughs) Everything. Amazon. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure. um, I don't want it on my account, but I bet they do sell dildos. (laughs) They do. Um, But something I have been noticing is when things get delivered to our house, sometimes, like, the doorbell doesn't ring. Oh. Like, we don't hear a knock or anything. I'll wake up, and this has happened twice with my last two Bath and Body Works 
orders. I'll wake up in the uh, in the morning at like 5 a.m. and all of a sudden there was a Bath and Body Works box out there that was not there at like 8 o'clock the night before. So does USPS deliver mm. it? Does the Postal Service deliver it? I don't know. Because I think that would be the difference. Because I've noticed that as well. Like if it's UPS or FedEx, they knock on my door and then just walk away. Right. But if it's the United Postal Service, they don't knock. Every now and then, I'll get an occasional carrier that will knock. Mm. But uh, the majority of the time, it just shows up and it's just there. Because I'll do the same thing. Like, I'm waiting for a package and nobody's knocked on the door. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So then I get crazy. And then I have to go outside. And I'm like, the package has been here the whole time. And it gets cold. Yeah. What if something were to freeze and break? And Yeah. They don't think. I find that it's lazy. Very, very lazy. I agree. Um, I found a story that made me wish that this postman was my postman. Oh. There was a postman, and I want to say he... I, I'm really bad at getting the details. It's on Mashable. Um, whoa, the lights went flickety-flick. Hmm. Um, in the United Kingdom. So, different perspective. But this postman, he went to go deliver a box, and no one answered the door. He rang the doorbell. No one answered. He rang the doorbell. If you're a postman <laughs> in Parker, Colorado, rang the doorbell. No one answered. But he saw that a window was open, so he slid the package in the window. Oh. But the package of cookies fell into a toilet. Oh. That would suck, but he had the best of intentions. He did. And he left them He was nice trying. Note. But, ah. Yeah. I have friends that work at the post office. I feel like I should call them and be like... You should. Who does training? Right? Why is it not okay to ring a doorbell? Are they afraid of, like, talking to the person? Is I'm an introvert. I won't. I will typically not answer the door when I see someone out there. I'll wait for mm. them to leave. Yeah. And then I'll look out. But at least I'll be notified. <laughs> this is true. Or they could, like the UPS and FedEx people, just knock on the door and walk away. Yeah. You know. UPS did something really stupid the other day here. Um we got a notification that someone needed to be home when they were delivering a UPS package. You had to be 21 and over to Aww. sign for this package, right? And I'm like, I didn't order any alcohol. I didn't order any wine. And I'm like, Steve? He's like, no. So um, finally, I'm here when the UPS guy comes. And I was like, what is this? He's like, oh, I think it's wine. And I'm like, someone send us wine? Like, what's up? And I see, no, it's addressed to Steve. I'm like, Steve, did you order wine? Nope, nope. We open the box. It's a, It's a tablet like a computer oh i'm like you guys have wasted your time yes but that's weird wow first world problems do you hear what we're complaining about amber i do we isn't me you gotta (laughs) slap me oh my god i just can't get my package oh anyway so ridiculous meh meh it's all fine oh gosh let's see is there anything else easter's coming up Easter is coming up. Um, is it this Sunday? It it's is. It's coming Sunday. Wow. Happy Easter, Amber. I know. Right? I didn't Happy get Easter. You a basket. Nah, that's all right. Lots there was of- a bunny in your front yard, though, when I pulled up. So, you know. That's the Easter bunny. He likes yeah. to hang out here. Perfect. Um, so, there's a lot of chocolate around Easter. And there is a vet that has shared a video of a dog vomiting after Ooh. eating chocolate just to serve as a warning don't let your dog eat your chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Did your dog ever eat your chocolate? Um, I think Rocky got a hold of chocolate on occasion somehow. 
But if it did, it was like a piece. Like there was like a random piece of chocolate that we like left out on a counter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never any large amount of chocolate or brownies or anything like that. I see this uh, butterfly. No, she would not even touch chocolate. Hmm. Cats, no. I I don't know. I, I guess thousands of animals are treated each year for reactions to. Pardon me, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. Theobromine, which is a natural occurring stimulant found in cocoa beans. And it affects the central nervous system and heart and can kill a dog. Yeah. You've heard that chocolate can kill a dog, but I've never heard the details like that. No, I haven't either. Well, and plus, like, I know a friend of mine, her dog somehow got a hold. They put, like, brownies up or something and this is a dog that just it used to probably live on the streets too so it's used to rummaging because that was mm-hmm. rocky and it got a whiff of it or something but it somehow got a hold of the the can of, or the pan of brownies and ate oh. the entire thing of brownies but it ended up being fine i think i've, I've had a friend like, that said her dog got a hold of like a thing of like hershey's kisses a bowl yeah. of hershey kisses I think it depends on, like, the weight of your dog and how much they're actually eating. Because I think, like, for bigger dogs, you mm-hmm. have to eat a pretty excessive amount of chocolate in order for it to kill you. Right. Kill the dog. Um, how does it not affect us as humans? It I probably is over time. <laughs> yeah. This is probably true. I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason somewhere. I bet. I bet we could Google, but we're not going to. We're not. No. Well, um... Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss? No, I always think about it after I get off the podcast and when I'm driving home and I'm like, damn it, I was going to talk to Janet about this and then I forget. Has The Bachelorette started? It has not. Are you going to watch it? I can't decide. I, I'm not a Bachelorette fan. See, and I'm not, I'm not really tied to her. Mm-hmm. I have no real interest in her. I may have broken my, my Bachelor, Bachelorette string. But you were one of the reasons I, I started watching it again. I may watch the guy... Whenever the next guy comes on. Has, has it been announced who that will be? I don't think so. Oh. Because they're probably waiting until she gets down to the... Oh, yeah, you're right. So... <laughs> it's all about that cycle. It is. They're, they won't break that cycle because that's what brings in the audience. Is Nick still with Vanessa? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yep. Is he on Dancing with the Stars still? He is. I don't watch that show, Me but either. I do see the posts on Instagram. I guess William Shatner went like all like was attacking Nick and was like, "Oh, really? Why would you ever vote for Nick? Don't vote for Nick!" And was like campaigning mm. against him. He's a little crazy though, William Shatner. He is. Did you watch Rescue Nine One One? Mm. I loved that show as a kid. <laughs> Odd, but that's what I knew him from. But I think he's been on like Star Trek and other huh. shows. Have you seen American Housewife? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, so funny. What is it? So it's this story, it's a comedy about a woman who moves into this neighborhood of like ritzy, like the women who are stay-at-home moms or their husbands, they just have a lot of money mm-hmm. and they wear yoga pants and they're skinny and they're pritzy and all of this stuff and she's so not. So she's the opposite opposite of it. They're renting their house. They are not Ooh. buying it. And she has two kids or three kids And it's kind of the story of her living in this society of, you know, ritzy moms. Oh, my gosh. She's so funny. I'm pretty sure if I ever had kids, that's who I would be. She's hilarious. I love it. What television show or what channel is it on? I want to say it. So I know it's on Channel 9, but I can't remember which one. I think it's ABC. I think so. But I can't remember. Who plays the main character? I knew you were going to ask me that. I can't remember names. Nick knows her name. Um, He's yelling at it at the podcast right now. She was. I know. 
She was in um, Four Christmases. She was the sister that had the baby who Reese Witherspoon, like, knocked the head into the thing. And she was also on some other comedy. She used to be a lot thinner, and now she's just curvier. I can't remember her name, and I don't have Is it Katie phone. Dixon? I think so. Or Mixon. Mixon? I think that might be it. I don't even recognize that name. Oh, her. She's yes. adorable. Yeah. I love her. So funny. I'm it's like have my to new check show. That out. Did you watch Big Little Lies? Yes. Mm, what'd you think? I really liked it, but I was definitely shocked at the end. Did you read the book? I did not. Okay. I just feel like they didn't do it justice. Like, See, that's why I have... Uh, mm. it, it unfolded so oddly. The things that... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. When um, she found out... When it was revealed that the little boy's dad was yes. the, the guy. In the book, it was so much more dramatic, and it wasn't at that point. Okay. So um, it unfolded differently. And so I feel like having it the same night that he ends up getting killed, it's like too much. Like yeah. you didn't embrace the fact that that was a huge piece of the story. Yeah. And the fact that her son was getting blamed for something that his actual... Right. Like his... Full-time son. Oh. I know. Well, it's funny because, A, I had a feeling early on that that was the guy. Steve did, too. And I was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I was watching it, and I was like, you know, I have a feeling that this is going to end up being the dad. And I, I think it was just because of the storyline and the abusiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think that's, so I had never really heard of the book, and I considered reading it, and I was like, I don't know if I can do it. Because if I had read the book, I don't know if I would have watched it. I love Reese Witherspoon. I love Nicole yeah. Kidman. They had some great I think characters. they did amazing work. Um, it was kind of artistically shot. And that kind of like, um, not, my, not, my, not my bag. Um, <laughs> the book is based in Australia. Mm. And so for it to be based in Southern California, there was no cheating... Um, the oh. main character did not cheat on her husband oh. in the book. So they had to add some Hollywood to it, Steve said. Yeah. There was not as much sex in the book. And there was the mention of sex after violence, right. um, but not as much. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, I have a really hard time watching stuff after I've read the book. And I just... I usually don't. Yeah. Because I do like to see how other people translate what my brain, you know, yeah. I paint a picture in my head and I love the story and then I go watch it and I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I am in love with the, that author, Leanne Moriarty. I'm now listening to the fourth book of hers huh. that <laughs> she has several out and they're all based in Australia. Interesting. And yeah, she's a fabulous writer. Yeah. I recommend her. I hadn't heard of her or the book until I hadn't recently. either. The only way I heard is because I heard Big Little Lies was coming out, yeah. and then someone said there was a book, and I'm like, oh, well, it's not out for a few months. I'll listen to the book. Mm. And, But if you, ha- if you have no idea what we're talking about, and I didn't give away too many spoilers. I didn't use no. names or anything. Um, I'm sure you can go back to HBO. It was on HBO. I don't have HBO, so I, you oh. can do an app. It's called HBO Now, where you pay $15 oh, yeah. a month. And you have access to HBO shows. I did that for two months. And now I canceled it. Yeah. It was it was definitely worth it. Because I wasn't going to watch it at first. 
And then I think I just happened, I was bored one day because I'm really finding there's not much on TV anymore. Mm -mm. So it happened to be doing a rerun of the second episode. So I didn't come in right at the first one. Yeah. But then I went back and watched the first one. And it was, it really caught me and it was good. And there were so many characters in it or so many actors, Mm -hmm. um, great actors that it was totally worth it to watch. And it was only seven episodes. Yeah. So like, it's not a huge commitment. No, not at all. It was, yeah. Definitely recommend it. We've talked yes. about it on the podcast before. Um, definitely recommend it. Okay. All right, Amber. Well, okay. thank you so much for coming. Thank you for so, having me. By the time you're here again, you'll be done with chemo. Yes. You will. It, yep. Yes. Yay! And that'll probably be my last one for a little bit then. No. We've made it through chemo. We can't make it through. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So we'll make it a special one. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? Make sure and check out our website at twogirlsandabottleofwine.com. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.